Sit down, strap in, and granny put your teeth in your pocket. Lead Lap Radio, powered by HMS Motorsport. The leader in motorsport safety starts now. Welcome to Lead Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. We'll tell you more about uh, Chris Hedinger and Victory Custom Trailers a little later on. This is certainly not the way we were expecting to start this show tonight. I want to welcome you. I'm Tom Baker, and we are gathered around the WSIC News Studio. James Mellick, who we call Red, is here. And uh, Red, of course, the teardown specialist for the LFR 95 that Chris Bell is racing right now at Daytona. Joining us in studio is Connor Mozak. Connor uh, is going to be racing this year for Junior Motorsports in the Cars Tour, if you're from Boston. Cars Tour for the rest of us. Um, but uh, Connor uh, also did some racing in Florida and came within a whisker of a championship down there at New Smyrna. So uh, we're going to talk with Connor. We've got uh, another Connor, Cody Connor. Coming up, I promise I didn't do that on purpose. Uh, coming up at 8 o'clock tonight, he's going to be on for the second hour. Cody, another one of the top rising stars in the uh, region here for late models. Only Cody runs the super late models. And we've got the Daytona 500 on in our studios. So um, if any of you actually are listening to us and Watching the 500 with the sound off. Hey, thanks. We really appreciate it. Because uh, I got to be honest, if I wasn't on the show, I'm not sure I would be. Uh, but we're going to actually uh, have some fun with the last few minutes of the 500 uh, and, you know, and uh, just relax. And, and uh, we're, we're three guys sitting around watching Daytona. We just happen to be on radio and on WSIC TV uh, as we're doing it. So, uh, first of all, <laughs> James Mellick, yeah. are you okay over there? Is your heart rate okay? Do we need to, we 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 gonna need to call a paramedic or dial nine one one in the middle of this show? Um, well, right now I'm calm. We're under red flag, so we're calm right now. But um, to make it through that big one last year, we were not fortunate enough to do that. And this year to be able to make it through it, that uh, better than we were last year. And to have a strong car, be setting third right now. Um, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I might need to have paramedics Excuse ready to go. Well, if you're not uh, watching, if you're not uh, listening to this show live, um, as we sit here recording this live on Monday night, we are under the red flag for the big one that they had just had at Daytona. Uh, Kyle Busch, of course, uh, being interviewed now on TV, but uh, we're not going to jip into that because Kyle's probably not the happiest uh, camper in uh, Daytona Beach, Florida at this point, but... Um, yeah, James uh, Mellick has been uh, having some fun watching Seabell come up through the field the last few laps. Connor Mozak, um, I, I know you haven't run Daytona yet, although at the, the rate your career path is uh, going, um, maybe next year. Who knows? Uh, you don't seem to stay too long in one place, but you spend an awful lot of time at New Smyrna and came within just a skosh of winning the overall series championship in the uh, – uh, pro late model division talk about uh, what that first experience there was like yeah you know the uh the whole week was pretty good we had a couple of rough nights uh we had some good nights too even the rough nights they were pretty good beforehand um led a lot of laps i think we led every night except for two nights um which you know was better than i was expecting going down there um you know not ever running one of those cars before not seeing the track before 
uh, KBR and, and Mike and those guys did a great job setting me up and getting me ready to go. And, you know, we just kept we kept the car in one piece, um, which was, you know, one thing we wanted to do. I think we were one of the few cars that ran every lap this week. Um, so that kind of allowed us to keep working on the car and getting it better versus having to keep fixing it. Um, so I think that was part of the reason we, you know, stayed up there throughout the week. Uh, but, yeah, we got the points lead after, I think, the second night um, and held it. We, you know, had a 10-point lead at one point, and then we were only up by two, and then we were back up by 10. Um, so it was kind of up and down, but we we held on to the last night going in. I think we had a four-point lead. Um, and so we had to finish third if the second-place guy won. And he did win, and we ended up fifth. I uh, just didn't have the car that night to really uh, run with those guys, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, overall a good week. I learned a lot, and I think it will definitely help me out a lot for this season. Well, I can imagine. Um, were you surprised at how aggressive the driving was down there? Uh, not really. I was expecting it to be um, pretty rough, maybe not quite as rough as it was some nights. Uh, I think one night uh, we had 20 or so cars start the race and only had about four finish. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we that's the the night we got dumped uh coming to the checkered flag yeah, out of the lead right um so that was a rough night there but um even before that we had been up front the whole night just you know kept surviving the wrecks most of them happened behind us um so yeah the whole deal to go down there and race seemed like it kind of came together somewhat at the last minute did it relatively i think we kind of set it up in december so um probably later than most but yeah. not super last minute. Well, it was a great opportunity for you for sure. And, you know, now you're going to have the chance to go racing with junior motorsports in the uh, cars tour this year. I know that uh, you ran a race for them last year. What are you looking forward to when uh, that starts up in a month or so? Uh, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, we'll be in a good car, obviously better um, than what I had been running. And so hopefully... That means we can run up front, and I think part of the good things that came out of this last week was running up front a lot. So hopefully we're um, used to running up front and can, you know, make sure we want to be up there all year. Um, so just I feel like you know running up front helps you want to be up front more. You get in the habit of being up there, so you you try harder if you're not up front. Um, but yeah, just working with Josh, you know, he's a great asset to have on the team and. Uh, I'm sure I can learn a lot from him and already have in the few times we tested in the race we did with them last year at South Boston. So, um, yeah, just a lot of good to come this year. I can imagine uh, it's a pretty exciting time for you. I mean, to be able to run for Dale Jr., um, and be in the situation that you're in. And for, for those in our audience who don't know you, um, you've had a relatively short racing career, right? I mean, this is, what, your third full season? This will be fourth? fourth, yeah, fourth. Start of the fourth. Yeah, I mean, talk a little bit about your beginnings. I mean, you didn't start till you were what, fifteen? Eighteen, actually. Or eighteen, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting. Yeah, <laughs> you're older than I think you are. Right. Um. Yeah. I, when I was eighteen, I decided to go run a legend car. Um. Just kind of, we did a school at Charlotte Motor Speedway, and um, the guys there said I did a pretty good job for not ever being in the car. So we thought, um, be, you know, it'd be fun whether anything happened or not. We weren't, weren't really, you know, trying to make something happen when we first went out there. We just wanted to kind of have, you know, go out there and have some fun. Um, but as it went on, you know, we got with Dennis the next year and started winning a lot of races. And um, so that's really when we thought maybe this could be something. 
So we did that, and uh, so that was two full years of Legends, and then we just moved into the late model stock car last year, racing with Dexter Knipe at Hickory, and um, just learned a lot there. Well, I can imagine. I mean, Dexter is one more races at Hickory than he can probably count. Um, so a great opportunity for you, and then to be able to go race for Junior the one time that you did, and now for KBR, you've you've always been in really great equipment and with people that really know what they're doing. So that has to be uh, a huge help for you. Absolutely. Um, obviously I think my first year legend cars wasn't the best. And, um, you know, I think, you know, not being in the greatest equipment that year really helped me, um, to really focus on driving the car and not, you know, running in the back. You're, you're trying hard working on, you know, what you can do better versus the car. And so when I finally got into some good equipment, um, you know, you really could see the difference right there. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. And as we're watching Daytona here, we're down to 10 to go. We're back under green. And uh, old Seabell is running in P3, and James Mellick is starting to uh, get excited over here. It's fun watching uh, watching James. Ryan Newman, your leader, now Bell to P2. Boy, this is going to be a shootout. I, I, I'll, I'll. What's the over under, Connor? Do you think that we make the whole last ten laps with no caution? Uh, I don't see that happening. I don't the way either. these guys are racing right now. <laughs> it's just, it's getting too crazy already. There's, there's a lot of cars left still. How about Ryan Newman for Roush Fenway Racing? My goodness, what a job he's he's done at Daytona so far, and really all of last year in the car. Um, you know, they they got it hooked up. Logano to second, Harvick Bell. Now Hamlin to P4. This is going to be an amazing finish. I can see where this is going already. You've got Logano and Harvick, and you got three Fords up front and then a Toyota. And this is, uh, I think, uh, I don't know what happened to the 95. He just got there. hung out. He yeah. got, uh, got pushed to the bottom. Yeah, this is not looking good for the home team there, James. But nah, there's nah. still a ways to go here. And Might work out for him. Yeah, I was going to say, if there's another wreck. He might be in a good position. Right now, they're single file. Newman and Logano look strong up front. I'll tell you what, Ryan Newman being at the front of the Daytona 500. Oh, there it is. There's your next wreck. Uh, Can't quite see who is that. Who we got there? We got... uh, Looks like Timmy Hill in the 27, so that'd be Reed. Yeah, Hill and Sorensen, and Hill is all torn up. That's too bad. He's had a really... What a what a race he had in the Xfinity race on Saturday. I don't know if you got to see that, but that third-place finish that Timmy Hill had was absolutely awesome. Um, and Sorensen with a lot of back-end damage, too. So uh, eight laps to go back under caution at Daytona, and it looks like, depending on how long this takes to clean up, we could be doing some over... Oh, man, Bowman's all torn up, too, again. Oof, Alex Bowman is done. Wow, okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to step aside here while we're under caution at Daytona. And we'll come back. We're basically fast and loose tonight because we're wrapping up the end of the Daytona 500 and doing a live radio show at the same time, TV show. We'll be back with more of League Lap and talk more about Daytona right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. 
Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Hello, welcome back to ELAP, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. Also, we want to acknowledge both uh, strutmasters.com, the suspension experts, and the folks from mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. All three of them a big part of everything that we do here on Race Chaser Radio, and we do appreciate it. We are live inside the WSIC studio We're on the Performance Motorsports Network live on the PMN Radio app and also on WSIC-TV. That's digital channel 25.2 out of the Queen City of Charlotte. There are five laps to go in the Daytona 500. And right now under caution, Ryan Newman is your leader. Logano, Hamlin, Larson, and look at this, Ryan Priest in the the 37. 
right now is in P5. James Mellick's driver, Chris Bell, uh, is P16, but that doesn't mean anything with five laps to go. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see who ends up winning this. I got to give a big shout out, though, to uh, Ryan Newman doing a great job in that Roush Fenway Ford right now. That team of Newman and Busher, Busher's running seventh. They are, at least at the super speedway, they've come out of the box pretty stout. Um, I don't want to say I'm 100% sure on this, but I think the last time the race was ran on rain on a Monday, it was ran by Matt, won by Matt Kenseth on the 17 car. So I believe the last time it was raced on Monday, Roush won that race. Well, that could be. It'll be interesting to see uh, who ends up winning this. But you may be right. I think I do seem to remember that Kenseth did win that. I think that was the back 17 in, best buy car in like 2010 yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that was about 2011, 20, 2010. Because yeah, 11 was Bain. Yeah. So I think it was 10, 11, 2010. I mean, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. It was a Monday a race. It was a Monday yeah. race, and they won it. So, Yep. Uh, happy President's Day, everyone. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a great day to run a Daytona 500, but I, I think we all would have preferred that we got it in yesterday. But it's going to make for an interesting uh, last few laps here as we get a chance to kind of call it live here on lead lap. I'm not going to try to be a NASCAR announcer. I, I will point out, though, that uh, a couple of surprises up there in 10th, Ross Chastain in the 77. He was in the big one a few laps ago, and I think that we thought that was the end of his day. But he and Michael McDowell, both with a shot to win this, as we come down to the last five laps, both of them in the top 10, and we're getting set to go back. Green Connor Mozak is here. We're uh, talking with him about his career, and he's getting a chance to watch the Daytona 500 with us as we come to... The conclusion here, we're back underway. Green flag, four to go at Daytona. Who is going to win it on this Monday night? Logano, now the leader on top. A big run on the bottom, though. Logano didn't have a chance to block it. Can't quite tell who that car is in third spot, but I thought he was going to go below the yellow line trying to make a move there. I'm not sure who that was that jumped out of line for a moment, but... Right now, we got Newman and Hamlin way out front. This is, this is unbelievable to, to see this kind of a, a run here, but you know they're all going to get back to him. Um, Connor, I know that you got to be looking at this thinking this could be me in, in two or three or four years, and uh, this is just crazy racing right here. Yeah, sure fun to watch, but yeah, hopefully in a couple of years, I mean, be out there. You know, you when you when you think about what these guys are going through mentally right now, and, and and trying to just keep control of their race car, the things bouncing around in the air, you got cars beside, cars behind, cars in front. If you're not the leader, I mean, it is just insane right now. Newman still continuing to lead. I'll tell you what, he and Denny Hamlin got a good jump. Priest up to third now. Busher to fourth, and here comes Kyle Larson. Back up to P6. Goes Denny. Yeah, Denny's going to make a move now for the lead. I'm not sure that I would have done that if I were Denny, to be honest. I think it might be a little early for that. Still side by side. Behind. Oh, it looked like somebody got There we go. Another big one. Chastain's in it. I think that's the 37 of Priest in it. Four or five cars. Uh, is that who I think it is? No, that's Elliot. Still in one piece. We were in it. 
it took hit it right in the nose. Bell was in it. Okay, yep, he drove right oh, into the boy. right into the door. Yeah, and we the got nose. the caterpillar car in it. We got oh wow, Geico's going to have to. He's they got some serious repairs to uh, cover for that uh, Ty Dillon car. There's no front end left on that thing. Um, man, I'm not sure what started that, but uh, Chastain tried to go uh, real low into turn one there, make a move. Clipped the apron, shot across the track, and, well, took Oof. everybody along with him. 37 of Priest. That that front end is used up. Smithfield car, that's Alarola. He's on pit road. And we're going to overtime at Daytona. Is anybody in this room surprised? Not one ounce. Can't See, here's the replay right now. <laughs> Nobody's See? surprised. Yeah, Chastain. Well, yeah, like Chastain. Pushed down there. I think Chastain might have actually gotten pushed down there. And when he came back up, the 37 of Priest was right there. Wow. Unbelievable. But this is what happens at Daytona in these last laps. You'll see um, this right here hit the 37. Yeah. and it doesn't look too bad, but still. Logano's in it. Yeah. Bell, just a little bit of contact. The problem is, is you've only got a couple laps to go, and at the very least, he's probably going to have to make a pit stop. So, um, man. Yeah. Um that's what happens. We said we didn't think we were done wrecking. Uh, tough break for Tyler Reddick because he was in a good position to get some good rookie points along with Bell. And Newman goes by it. I'll tell you what, Ryan Newman, and here comes Bubba Wallace. I don't know. Bubba gets through. Looks like he's going to. But Ryan Newman looks like he may be a man of destiny here. Oh, my. Unbelievable. He's led some laps here late in the race. They got uh, that six car running pretty well. This is going to probably eliminate about eight cars, it looks like, seven, eight cars. So a lot of confusion at uh, Daytona right now and uh, another mess to clean up. So we'll talk. Uh, get back to talking with Connor Mozak a little bit. By the way, if anybody would like to call in, you can, 704-873-1400, 704-873-1400 if you want to call and chat with us. You are certainly welcome to do that. Connor Mozak in studio with us, first time ever on the show, and we were talking earlier about his career, which has been really a short one, only your fourth year of racing and running for Junior Motorsports. Has it sunk in yet that you're actually driving for Dale Jr.? I don't know if it fully has. I think uh, once we get out there, if the first race of the year, it surely will then. Um, obviously, even racing with them once last year, I don't know. It's, that was before, you know, we really knew what this year was going to hold. So um, I'd say probably not till the first race. Do you feel like it puts any more pressure on you to, to be racing for junior? I mean, that's a pretty high-profile deal. Yeah, I think it does because we know – you know, you know those cars are fast, and if you can't run up front with them, then that's, you know, on the driver, not the car or the team. So, um, yeah, I think there's pressure right there. You can't – you got nothing else to blame. What are you – what are, what have you been doing in the off season to prepare for this year? I've uh, just been watching a lot of the car store races at the different tracks we go to and, um, you know, learning some tracks on iRacing a little bit. Um, the ones that I haven't been to, been to a couple of the ones we'll be going to this year. Um, that and just been doing so. We did a couple of Legends races out at Charlotte in January, and then doing the Speed Weeks thing was probably the biggest thing uh, just to prepare for this year. Well, it's definitely uh, going to be a big year for you, and it gets started in about a month's time. Uh, Hickory Motor Speedway. Uh, I I know you've spent a lot of time at Hickory, so 
you've got to feel a little bit more comfortable that you can get in that car and go to a track that you're quite familiar with. For sure. I, I'm definitely looking forward to going back to Hickory uh, for the cars, for the first cars or second cars to race this year. Um, yeah, I think, you know, having the experience of running there all of last year should help us. We should run good there. And I know Josh runs good there. So, you know, relying on him and obviously the car should be pretty good since we run there so often. Have you, have you watched cars tour races there in the past? So, you know, I mean, it's a whole lot different than a weekly late model stock race there. It seems. Oh yeah. A lot more going on a little bit more pushing going on. Um, but yeah, I was out there for the fall race last year and, um, watched the first race, the, uh, spring race out there as well. Now, uh, what do you is there a particular track maybe besides hickory that you're most looking forward to to running something a track you're running for the first time maybe with with the cars tour um yeah i'm looking forward to running orange county i've heard that's a pretty cool place oh uh, yeah orange county's great yeah i haven't been up there and um i'd say that's probably the, the one i'm most looking forward to right now uh, and then aside from the cars tour obviously i think we're going to martinsville this year so um, pretty excited about going back up there and hopefully uh, Myrtle Beach as well. What was what was your first experience there like? At Martinsville? Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. I went up there and just ran a couple laps uh, on their test day last year with Dexter, and um, thanks to him for letting me run run their car. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty fun. I didn't want to, you know, drive it too hard and ruin their car for them. So just went out there and ran a couple easy laps. But it was, you know, ran some decent times, and it was fun to be out there. Uh, I think I'll definitely like to to race that track. Yeah, for sure. And you got to run the beach as well. Uh, what was your first impression down there? That's a pretty abrasive track. Yeah, it, it is. Um, that's that's probably uh, in the late model stock car. That's probably my favorite track that I've been on so far. Really? Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, the race, you know, you know, it's pretty slow, but uh, and, and long, but it's not just the track itself. Going out there and, and running laps, qualifying there, um, I like it a lot. It's definitely an interesting track. Like I said, it's 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 a cheese grater basically, so it just wears the heck out of the tires. Uh, oh yeah. Is that is that kind of what you like most about it? Was the fact that the it it was such kind of a slowed down pace after you got going through a run, or what? What is it about that track that just appealed to you? I don't know. Just the way the corners are really is what I liked about it. We we ran fast there, faster than we really had anywhere else all year. So you know maybe I just like that track better as far as um, you know, being in the field or in the groove with the car. And, uh, you know, it's definitely tough. A lot of throttle control, which I like, too. It's kind of bringing back some, some things I learned in lighting cars, the throttle control. Uh, but, yeah, the race, you know, running those slow laps the whole race, it's not, you know, the most fun thing to sit there and just ride around. Um, but so, you know, some shorter races I'd be looking forward to going back down there as well. Yeah. Well, we're going to step aside. We'll talk more with Connor Mozak and, uh, have the, the finish of the Daytona 500 for you live on air as well as this special lead lap Daytona edition continues here on WSIC TV and the Performance Motorsports Network. We'll be right back. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift. 
and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Valero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We lap. Continuing, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. And, uh, boy, this Daytona 500 is just getting right down to it. Um, Just had another big one, Ross Chastain, making a very aggressive move on the bottom and... uh, turning into Ryan Priest, who then took out uh, a bunch of cars. But um, tough break there for a lot of guys, including uh, Chris Bell. And uh, I don't know, James, it's just one of those things. They t- this is why Daytona is so doggone hard to win. Yeah, it is. It's why it took Earnhardt 20 years to do it. It's You know, yeah. you don't control your fate. Everybody else does. Yeah. Um, there's 40 drivers out there. Back in the day, it was 43. Yep. They control what happens. If they make a mistake, just the slightest one, uh, it could end your day. So yeah. it's just a, it's part of that uh, that kind of racing, plate racing back in the day, and now it's just speedway racing. That's just what it is. Under red flag, uh, and right now as it runs, Hamlin, Busher, Harvick, Boyer, and Newman. 
the top five. Remember, if Clint Boyer wins, Jeff Gordon's got to put the Kansas City Chiefs jersey back on um, as per the bet that he made with uh, Boyer over the Super Bowl that uh, the Chiefs wouldn't beat Gordon's 49ers. And, uh, well, we all saw the game. Yep. So Jeff put the... uh, he put it on in qualifying the other day. <laughs> he said he'd put it back on uh, when Boyer was in victory lane if Boyer won. Yeah. So, yeah, and they just remind him of that. Mike Joy in the booth reminding <laughs> him. He said, hey, uh, do I need to start pressing that jersey for you? He says, because it looks like, uh, he says, yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's been a great weekend of racing. I mean, honestly, uh, I thought the truck race on Friday was outstanding. I thought the, the Xfinity race on Saturday was great. Um, it, boy, it was, it, the weather's just, uh, played havoc with, uh, the big track. I don't know. Did you guys have any weather issues at New Smyrna at all? Not really. Just a little bit on the last night, but it was a pretty, pretty good weather all week. Just had a, like a little hour delay on Friday night. NASCAR. I've always said that NASCAR could bring rain to the desert and they have, uh, and they certainly brought it to the Sunshine State, at least over Daytona International Speedway. Um, that was pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Um, it's just been a, a frustrating three days with uh, Mother Nature there at the big track. But um, we're, we're back under caution, getting ready to hopefully finish this thing. Oh, by the way, if you look at P9, the guy who won it in July because of rain, Justin Haley. In the Colleague Racing 16 is P9 on the board right now. So there is a chance that Justin Haley could walk off with his second Daytona International Speedway victory in a row. We're going to have to see when this goes back green. But I'll tell you, um, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been a crazy weekend for sure. We'll get to more details about Friday and Saturday as we continue with the show here. But, Connor... Um, I'm curious because you got such a late start um, in racing and you've, you've been so short of a time in the sport. You're obviously headed on a NASCAR path, but is there a, is, is there a type of car that if you could drive it, if you had a chance to go drive it, you would like to, it's kind of a bucket list thing, I guess there's any type of racing division that you'd like to give a try. What would it be? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's several, really. Um, I think if there was any real bucket list one, it'd probably be Formula One. Uh, obviously, that it's not really doable to get there at this point. But just to ever, you know, get a chance to just drive it around the track would be pretty awesome. Well, anything's possible, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, you never I mean, know. Like any car would be cool. Any of the, you know, some of the IMSA sports cars. Got the cars. right hairstyle for Formula One. You kind of <laughs> got an F1 hairstyle going there. Um, I don't know what that means, but it sounded good. Uh, but. <laughs> But you've you've got a you 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 certainly have have gotten uh, some great opportunities so far in your career, and um, I'm kind of wondering if there's if you could give some advice to somebody who may be in quarter midgets or even legends cars right now about coming up through the ranks. What would you tell them based on what you've learned just in this limited four year span? I mean, there's there's really a lot of things. You know, I don't know. You know, just really got to work hard at it you know it's not there's a lot more off-track stuff than I thought um, before I came into it just being you know it's especially in the late models it, it wears you out physically a lot more than I would have ever realized um, but then you know just going back and one of the biggest things I think that's helped me a lot is having like a GoPro in the car and going back and 
watching my laps and watching the races from inside the car. I, it's a lot, you know, you can see the pedals, you can see the wheel. Um, so you can see like where you could have, you know, picked it up a little bit earlier or, you know, if you spun the tires, what you did there, or, you know, maybe a, a late race pass you could have made. Um, those things re are really helpful to watch. Uh, so next time you're out there, you know, if you're in a similar situation, um, you'll know, you'll have a better idea of what to right. do. I was just watching uh, or t just t talking to a West Coast driver about that exact same thing last night, the importance of having that GoPro. It's really a gift because, you know, when you're out there racing, I mean, before we had GoPros, you always want to drive with your subconscious because you want to drive based on the programming, not try and drive the car in real time. You can't process information that fast with your conscious mind, but, but um, you always wanted to be aware of what your hands were doing and feet were doing. Well, it's a lot easier now with a GoPro because the GoPro is like your fail safe. Mm -hmm. It watches what you're doing while you're, you know, just kind of out there driving with, you know, like I said, with your subconscious memory. Yeah. I mean, there's been several times I've gone back and watched races and, thought I was doing a good job here and going back and watching him and like, man, like I'm doing this thing pretty, you know, could be doing a lot better. So, uh, it's definitely helpful, especially when you have a week like, uh, the speed weeks in new Smyrna, when you're going to be running the same track a lot and you have opportunities to go out there and, you know, fix what you did wrong the night before. Um, you know, when you have two or three weeks between races, like in the car store, it can be tougher, especially going to different tracks every week. But you know, there's still things you can pick up from different tracks and different cars that apply kind of across the board. So, what do you like doing when you're not racing? Um, probably one of my favorite hobbies is playing golf. Then getting ah. into that, um, especially over the summer, haven't played too much recently. Um, but I enjoy going. Oh, chilly. Yeah, yeah, a little chilly right now. <laughs> chilly on the links down here. About 45 is about as yeah. cold as I can do if it's not windy. When when the wind hits, maybe 55. Um, but yeah, I enjoy going out there. Um, it's pretty fun. My dad is pretty good, so been able to learn a little bit from him. And uh, and then other things, um, I've gotten more into weightlifting. Actually, this past okay. year, my roommate is really into it, so I've kind of um, been going to the gym with him some. It's been fun seeing seeing progress um, over the last year. Or so now, when you talk about your roommate, you're also a student at UNC Charlotte. Actually, at High Point University. Or High Point. I'm sorry. Yeah, wrong college. Um, what are you studying there? I'm studying business, but it's uh, specifically geared towards entrepreneurship. Okay. Well, so, see, I think that's a great degree to have for some, because really this, this whole motorsports thing is a business for you. Right. And, uh, yeah, I didn't, you know, NASCAR and really any sport is, is a business and the, each team is a business and, you know, I'm a business I'm trying to brand myself exactly. as well. So, yep. um, you know, all these different companies that sponsor, you know, just learning, about the businesses and, um, you know, especially from an entrepreneurial aspect, you know, what those guys want running the companies and what the team owners want and things like that. So kind of seeing that side of the business versus just racing and just driving, uh, it's been helpful, you know, for off-track stuff, you know, knowing how to handle sponsors and correspond with um, different people has, I think, been probably one of the most helpful things that college has been for me. High Point has a lot of kind of hands-on and a lot of stuff going on around sort of selling and all of that. I, I, are you familiar? Are you involved in any of that being in the business uh, area of the college? Because I know we have Brett Suggs on uh, one of our shows a few weeks ago. Brett's from here and is another racer who's involved in a lot of that stuff up there at, at High Point. And um, so I don't know if you've had a chance to, to really get into any of that, but it, it seems like a real hands-on kind of school. 
Yeah, there's so many things you can be doing on campus. You know, there's not a whole lot to do off campus there, so they really do a good job of having a lot for you to do on campus, and a lot of it is business-related, especially, you know, as a business student. So there's, you know, plenty of clubs. You know, you have a, a marketing club, you have a entrepreneurship club, a sales club, um, uh, investment club. So there's so many different things you can be involved in, and I've gone to all of them at different points to check them out. And, um, you know, my schedule can be tough sometimes. They have a lot of... Um, you know, the free time that I have, I'm usually pretty busy away from school. And uh, thankfully, I was able to have a schedule where I only have class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, oh, that worked out. Yeah. So, wow. So that's we been nice. With that, for and sure. um, so because of that, I'm gone a lot of weekends, even when I don't have to race. Um, so it's been hard to really take full advantage of a lot of things that the school has to offer. Um, but, you know, I'd much rather be doing what I'm doing now. We are back to green at Daytona and right back to yellow. A pair of cars getting together. That looks like Michael McDowell. I couldn't tell who the other car was. James, you got it? Clint Boyer and Michael McDowell. Oh, boy. Clint Boyer and and McDriver getting into it. (laughs) What a tough break for both of them. I don't know how much damage there is. Haley's got some there, too, on the left front. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a little bit of left front. uh, One of the Fraternal Order of Eagles wings got clipped there a little bit. See what... uh, See what triggered this here. Uh, it looked like maybe McDowell got into uh, the back of Boyer just a little bit. It doesn't take much, boy. I'll tell you what, the wrong part of the bumper, and you're going to send somebody around. And we're probably lucky that wasn't a whole lot worse. You see another replay of it. And, yeah, McDowell just uh, broke Boyer loose a little bit and uh, got up into Haley. Um, it doesn't look like a lot of damage on any of those cars, to be honest, but certainly going to probably uh, hurt their chances to win the race for sure. That's uh, it's too bad. Well, there's one overtime down the drain, so we go into uh, second overtime at Daytona. Let's see uh, see if we can get up to, what was it, three or four? Oh, geez, there's Chris Bell again with more, a lot of smoke coming off. That. I don't know if that's tire. It looks like a tire rub. Um, so... We're going to step aside while uh, we're under caution at Daytona, and we'll uh, try to give James a sedative here. When we come back, we'll continue with more of League Lab. Stay with us. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, And now, we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. 
Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Jesse Love and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Well, welcome back to Legal Happen. That gives us a chance to segue. Jesse Love bringing us out of break. Jesse got his first ever super late model win down in Florida at New Smyrna. And uh, Jesse and Connor Mozak, our first guest here this evening, has been spending time with us, uh, both a part of Race Face brand development. Uh, talk a little bit about re- what Race Face has done for you while I untie my tongue, Connor. Yeah, Race Face has been great. Um, you know, do, do my website, do uh, manage my Facebook a little bit, uh, and so that's helpful. Facebook's still kind of my weak link in social media. Um, that website's pretty cool. Been doing uh, designing, hopefully some T-shirts. Me selling that on Sweet. the website, and um, probably the biggest thing though has been setting me up with friends of Jacqueline. Um, yeah, talk about that because I that foundation brings me to tears every time i try to talk about it yeah um so what they do is great obviously it's about um, kids with pediatric cancer and their whole goal is really just supporting the kids that have the cancer and and kind of taking their minds off of what they have and so a lot of their what they do is partnering with sports teams um different colleges different professional teams um i think actually the soccer team or the lacrosse team at high point uh has adopted a kid oh wow Awesome. So I think uh, in a couple of weeks we're actually going to be doing like a I'll be I'll be there with them as they adopt somebody else, um, and then they've more recently gotten gotten into racing, which they said has um, actually been you know much more beneficial as far as reaching more kids and raising more awareness. Um, so it's been cool to be working with them. You know, I adopted a kid last fall named Bryce, and uh, he's been great. He's uh, five years old, and he's been oh, wow. he's been doing good. So that's been uh, you know good to see him getting better. Um, but we've been helping them and so, yeah, just supporting them helps get awareness out there for these kids and helps get them partnering up with a team or another driver to, um, you know, spend time with them and really just keep their minds off of 
um, what they got going on. Yeah, it's just um, it it just breaks your heart. It humbles you real quick, doesn't it? When yeah. You, you know, you realize how lucky you are. Right. You know, when you're in that kind of a an environment and and you have the chance to lift up someone in 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 that kind of a situation. So. Uh, hopefully uh, Bryce continues to get better. That's uh, yeah, exactly. that's great. What um, what kinds of things have you been able to? I mean, I know a lot of you guys are having special activities with your kids. What 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 has the interaction been like for you and Bryce? Well, when we adopted him, we went to the NASCAR Hall of Fame, which was pretty cool. Oh, was, that's awesome! Yeah, it was him and his whole family, and um, we spent you know several hours there. Uh, him he never him or his family had never been there before. Uh, and I hadn't been in a while, so it was pretty cool to go check out with them and, and show them around and, um, you know, check out all the different things they have there. So it was pretty cool. And um, just to be able to spend time with him doing something fun for both of us uh, it was pretty cool. Have you had a chance to bring him to a race yet? I haven't. Uh, the last couple of races in Charlotte, I've been talking to his mother and we've been trying to get him to come out. And it uh, hasn't worked out yet, but hopefully soon or when we race at Hickory, they can make their way up there since that's probably our closest race to Charlotte this year. Um, but if racing's up not being able to work out, hopefully we can go do something else, maybe have them up to the Junior Motorsports Shop, something like that. that would be awesome, too. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, Back on your green in Daytona, two to go, and look at this. Side-by-side for the lead, we got Newman and Hanlon. It's a Ford and a Toyota, and a little bit of a push from Ryan Blaney. Did he just push Hamlin? Oh, my goodness, so Blaney pushing Hamlin. And we've got those two at the top now. And then now Newman back to second. Busher. And look at this. Randy LaJoy in the 32 is P4. Corey. Corey LeBron. I just said Randy, Randy. didn't yeah. I? You're all good. Randy won at one time, but uh, not the 500. Corey up to P4. That's my age showing. <laughs> but This is unbelievable. This is what I love about Daytona. Denny Hamlin. Nope. Go oh, and we're wrecking again. And are we going to get a caution before it finishes? Let them race. Still green. Let them race. <laughs> Hamlin and Newman. Hamlin's got it if they stay green. I don't, know I don't think Newman can get them at this point. Well, they're coming. They're coming hard. Newman in the sixth to the inside. Ryan Newman leads at Daytona. Blaney up to second. Hamlin falls to third. Hamlin into the back of Blaney as they come toward the finish. We are going to stay green here. Ryan Newman. For Roush Fenway Racing, Blaney to the inside. Oh. He wrecks him. Blaney turns him. And Denny Hamlin gets by to win the Daytona 500. Newman is on his top. Wow. Unbelievable fire on the sixth car. Looks like it's, oh, Denny Hamlin. Number three for him. What a finish that was. It looked like Ryan Newman was on his way. Blaney Uh-oh. tried to move him. Still got fire on the six car. Track officials are there. I'm sure they'll... Tending to Newman. We're watching this on TV, obviously, as we're in the WSIC studio during lead lap. The Daytona 500 has just ended. Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, your top two. Busher finishing third. Newman with a vicious crash right at the end off of Blaney's bumper. Wow. Anything can happen at Daytona. Newman still being tended to. Looks like 
trying to get him out of the car. This is unbelievable. James Mellick, Denny Hamlin, three Daytona 500 wins now. Wow. And he did it in back-to-back years. So not only is one Gibbs guard coming out, another one's going right back in there. And that's such a typical finish at Daytona, though. Coming to the line, and you've got two cars fighting for the win, and they get together, and the guy in third just says, pass you very much. And we saw saw it the year that uh, Austin won it. You know, the 10 car got wrecked, and Austin only led for about a mile there. So it's a Daytona. You're not lifting when you're coming to the checkers at Daytona. You're just not doing it. It's, uh, I mean, and this is one of those, you've got basically two different situations going on here. Hamlin doing, spinning in the infield and uh, just spinning the tires and celebrating. And you got Ryan Newman still, I don't know if he's still in the six car. It looks like uh, he may still be in the six car. He's not out yet. Ryan's a big guy. And with the car being on its side, you have to, uh, you have to think that, it's going to be a tight squeeze to um, to get to him, so we'll uh, we'll pray for Ryan here. Um, we obviously are not hearing sound from the TV. We're just looking at the 500 as we continue our show, so um, hoping that uh, Ryan's going to be okay here. Um, boy, just an amazing finish, and good to see some drivers like Corey LaJoy up front at the end, Chris Busher in the team card, and Newman. Um, just uh, unbelievable Hamlin's crew celebrating with him. Um, wow. Season underway. NASCAR is underway. First race in the books. Denny Hamlin in the FedEx Toyota, number 11, taking the checkered flag. Um, we will continue to monitor the situation with Ryan Newman. Hopefully he's going to be okay. Um, that's a tough one, man. These... Uh, these cars at Daytona are going so fast, and you hate to see them wind up on their side. That's the scariest thing, upside down or on the side or whatever, That it because it's so hard to get out of the cars. So um, It's a good thing he wasn't rolling, though. He yeah. He kind of stayed on the... Yeah, I, and, and I haven't see, we haven't seen a replay to see exactly what happened there. I know Blaney originally turned him um, and sent him flying, but uh, did not see what happened afterward because they 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 didn't stay with it so well, that's, a, that's a thousand miles that Denny Hamlin's beat everybody at because he yeah. won last year and this year 500 500 yep you're right and and it's really you know when you think about it how hard it is to win one 500 he's won three um and you know that I again I think that that he's going to be he, he's in the playoffs obviously he's going to be a championship contender again and um, I really have to believe that one of these years before he retires, Denny Hamlin's going to get himself a championship. Yeah, I mean, he's won pretty much everything you can win besides the championship. So I think um, he's going to be one that's he's going to be fighting for it at the end of the year. I can definitely see that. What's interesting is he's one of the drivers. Now that we have moved the championship race from Homestead to Phoenix, I believe he's one of the drivers that could benefit from that because yeah, probably, not to say he wasn't bad, wasn't good at Homestead, but he's really good at Phoenix. Probably pretty happy about that. Yeah, him and Harvick were probably two of the best ones at Phoenix. So yeah, those two could probably benefit the most by having the championship race there. Yeah, it's just uh, it's going to be a different kind of a season this year because with Phoenix closing it, you've got drivers who really are outstanding at different tracks, and I think Phoenix is one of Denny's better ones. Um, you know, and, and so we're going to Homestead in the spring, uh, next month, actually. 
uh, for spring break weekend. Uh, you're you're a college kid. Spring break weekend, Homestead, Florida, NASCAR race. What does that spell to you? A good time. <laughs> <laughs> See, he he took the positives. Yeah. I was going to say trouble, but uh, yeah, he, uh, good good move, Connor, to take uh, take the high road on that one. It it will be a, a good time. Uh, obviously, this has been a like I said a, a a crazy day. Nobody obviously went into this weekend thinking we were going to be running the Daytona 500 on Monday. Everybody assuming we get it in on Sunday. Mother Nature had other ideas. And, you know, I I don't know if you can really say that it changed much about the race to have it on Monday, but, you know, it certainly provided us a good backdrop to uh, spend the first hour or so of this show. Um, And I don't want to get you out of here, Connor, before we give the fans an opportunity to, to know where they can follow you, your social media, website, all of that. Where can people keep track of your career? Because I know a lot of people are going to want to, and if, if they're not sure they want to, trust me, you want to. This is a fast-rising star uh, in, around the southeast here, and he's going to make some waves this year in the junior car. Talk about where people can follow you. Yeah, right now uh, my Instagram and Facebook, they're at Connor Mozak, and um, my Twitter right now is actually at Mozak Connor, but I'm working on changing it back to Connor Mozak, so pretty soon um, it will be back the other way, the right way. Um, so right now, yeah, Mozak Connor on there, and then uh, my website, ConnorMozakRacing.com. And is there a Connor Mozak 18 somewhere? Yes, there is. Uh, it's not really an active account anymore, so okay. it's going to be disappearing shortly. As I was well. going to say, you have to make the 18 and 98, because I think that's your, isn't yeah. that your number for this year? I think um, we haven't officially announced it yet, but oh. um, it's not going to be the 98. Oh. So. Okay. So yes. we're going to have breaking news eventually about Connor Mozak. You're all going to get to know what number he's running. It's It's only us in the studio. You can tell us. <laughs> right, before right. we let you go uh, yeah. talk about driver's edge a little bit because i know that's a very helpful tool for you that you've been fortunate enough to be a part of uh just starting this year too yeah driver's edge is a pretty cool deal we've uh had two meetings or sessions so far um right before we left for florida which is pretty cool we had a um, presentation by chevrolet um which that was cool learning about their new cars and and how they've been involved in racing and the success that they've had um, and how it's applied to their new Corvettes and, and things like that and their new Camaros. So um, that was cool. And then just uh, a lot of media training, which I think has been pretty helpful, going back and watching you know past interviews from everybody and, and doing some mock interviews there. Um, it was pretty cool. And then we got some, some pretty exciting stuff um, coming up. Uh, I'm not exactly sure if they're for sure right now, but um, if things go to plan, it should be pretty cool. Well, it should be a lot of fun and uh, certainly looking forward to keeping track of what's going on with you and, and uh, would love to have you back more and do do more of these conversations here as you get opportunities to come and visit us in the studio. Um, still uh, trying to um, tend to the six car. Do we know James is Ryan? Has he gotten out of the car? I haven't seen him out of the car yet. I do see medical personnel from, I think it's, what is that, AMR? Uh, reaching in there yeah, to try to get him out. So, um, I you 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 know you have to. Oh wow, that was even the. Oh, oh he, he got clobbered. Shot. Who, that looks like uh, the fifteen of Brennan Poole who okay. clobbered him. I see again. We didn't see this the first time because they stayed with the battle. Yeah, he to got the wire clobbered. for the win. Um, and we're seeing that again now. And Denny Hamlin just by basically a, a foot, foot yeah, maybe. A foot. Um, 
I mean, and you could see that Hamlin and Newman were obviously aggressive at that point. Newman uh, got turned by Blaney. Um, and wow. I mean, I, no, that wasn't the 15 that hit him. I don't think. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it was, I think. Yeah. It might've might been, been the 15. Uh, couldn't quite tell there, but oh my goodness, that was vicious. Violent. Uh, we certainly still uh, tending to him there. As you see on the screen, certainly pray for, uh, for Ryan here. Um, it is just hard to watch. Um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those situations. You got Denny going to victory lane and you got Ryan still in the car on the racetrack. Um, boy, the, the, the sport can be uh, a lot of things all at the same time. It can be, you know, Denny Hamlin celebrating Ryan Newman. Obviously, we're all praying for him. So a lot of emotion. Um, it's our first race of the year and uh, a lot to keep track of here. And we're trying to keep up with it here on the Weed Lap Show as we uh, we, we're live on the air as well. Um, and man, what a race. Um, you know, you, you, you're, you're happy for Denny Hamlin and you're prayerful for uh, Ryan Newman. And, um, and hopefully he will be able to eventually get out of the car under his own power. That's what we all wait to see. Um, but it's been, um, it's definitely been a good, uh, a, a good weekend at Daytona. We'll keep track of everything for you. We're going to step aside for a moment. When we come back, Cody Connor going to join us, and we'll uh, have follow-up as much as we can get it from Daytona International Speedway. Back with more League Lap right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint racewood 
bsrinc.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Tyler Ankrum uh, had a good run on Friday night uh, in the truck race at Daytona until he got caught up in the big one. Uh, And, boy, we had our share of that uh, today also as we concluded the Daytona 500. Denny Hamlin picking up win number three uh, at Daytona in the 500. But, um, uh, gosh, I mean... It's it's really tough right now. Um, I'm um, seeing things that I really don't want to see on Twitter. Ryan Newman um, still in the car, and oh, they're seeing. still tending to him. Yeah, all I saw on Twitter, uh, and this is per Bob Pachris, um, LaJoy is out of the care center, and Newman is being taken to the hospital. Uh, no news on what the injuries are. If he's even injured, might just be evaluated. Yeah, but he is going to the hospital. They've said. So. Okay, so they have gotten him out, and and he is well. That's uh, that's we, all we can do is pray. Um, gosh, you just uh, again the Daytona 500. So much emotion in the sport. It's what we talked about at the end of the last segment. As Cody Connor joins us now, Cody, much like Connor Mozak, um, one of the rising stars in the late model division, and the Cody focusing on the super late models and uh, picked up the PRA tour championship last year and also has been the pass pro tour pro series champion pro division champion in I'm going to try to remember this out of my head and I'm getting old 2017 uh 2015 15 Mm -hmm. okay uh, yeah, 2015, <laughs> yeah, and so ago. a couple of championships. Fifth in Cars Tour points last year, right? Yeah, that's so right. Pretty good season races. for you overall. Yeah, not too bad. Um, our our hard thing is we're we're lacking some some races. Bristol, Nashville, uh, some of the bigger races. Uh, this year, I definitely plan on doing some of those bigger races. I really want to go to Nashville. Uh, I want to I want to go to Winchester. I want to race some bigger, faster races. Uh, uh, Concord was pretty fast with the dog leg, but Concord's out of commission now, and yeah, and that, that's one hard thing with that me is, is just I, awful. I grew up racing at the little track, you know, so I miss Concord. I, I, Quarter mile. Yeah, I hate that Concord's not going to be coming back, but um, uh, yep. coming off of a you championship, it's going to be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you uh, you did pick up a championship this uh, this past racing season in 2019, and um, you mentioning already um, that uh, you want to hit some bigger events in 2020 mm-hmm. um you're still only 19 years old and and you've accomplished a lot for you, you know for being so young thank you um you, do you ever get any time to really just stop and reflect on how much you have accomplished and really how much you do accomplish as driver owner crew chief you know chief cook and bottle washer I mean, you're <laughs> you're uh 
you've you've really done a a great job and and you Thank have you. A, a real work ethic have you have you had a chance to to stop and kind of reflect back and and realize how fortunate you've been that's that's the good thing about the off season um it, it definitely gives a driver like myself time to to wind down um i it's been rough. I've I've had a dry spell. I I haven't really done. I haven't really won any races. I won. I finally got my first win in a super late model, and that was a really big deal for me. Yeah. Um. It I it just took a it took a little bit to get there. It everything I was trying to learn, everybody else has already learned. Um. So once we finally got to that point where we were fast, I mean everywhere we go, we're fast. We're top five. Right. And that's that's one real good thing. So I feel going to different race tracks, it's it's going to only better me as a driver because I will experience something different so I will know uh, what's what else to do in a different situation. Um, like, for instance, in a Pro 8 model when I went to uh, Oxford 250, um, Oxford uh, Oxford Plains Speedway, that, that racetrack is different than anything I've ever seen. Oxford I mean, is, is a legend in its own mind. It, it really That's, is. <laughs> And 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 I don't mean that. Usually, when you say somebody's a legend in their own mind, it's it's mm-hmm. a, it's basically a a nice way of insulting them. <laughs> what I mean by that is, it is a track that is like no other. Very true. It's a legendary track that has no other. It doesn't. It, you can say you can't say. Well, it's like this track or like that track. Mm-hmm. Oxford is Oxford, and it is. It, it's that's all you need to say. Um, the Oxford two fifty is one of the absolute prized trophies to have yeah. if you're a super late model slash pro stock, because that's what they call them up north, um, pro stock racer. Uh, and you got a chance to, you've had a couple of chances, right, to get, to go race there. Yeah. What is yeah. it like to go to go up north to well, some of the legendary tracks up there and compete against those guys? Um, I, I went to Oxford a few times. I, I went to Thompson one time. Uh, Thompson was Ooh, pretty nice. Uh, fast. I ended up blowing my engine blew up in practice. So I really didn't get to race in my race <laughs> car. Uh, Reed Lampier let me race in his, but I, oh, no kidding. it was a new car. He didn't get the shaker down yet. So uh, I didn't have any brakes. I still need to work everything oh, in. At Thompson, you and had no brakes. So I was blowing her down a Yeesh. little bit, but, um, wow. yeah, I won best looking car. So that was, that was pretty good for me. You know, I got that trophy in my go. room. Um, but Oxford, uh, it's, it's very interesting. It is an interesting track. Uh, there's definitely an eggshell, uh, an egg underneath underneath the driver's foot. Yeah. Um, the front stretch is it's a decline banking. I mean, you go off there and it's almost like a like a like a hop, uh, going from turn four to the front stretch. I mean, it's so crazy and there's hardly any grip. It's almost like a bowl, like a soup bowl, and um, it's it's a it's a good driver's track. And up north, it's it's a little bit of different racing and. Um, um, I'm used to the South, and um, I'm hoping I'm hoping to try and venture out this this coming season. Well, you know, just just go, oh, James. Have you got an update for us? Uh, yeah, the only thing I really have right now is they had a stretcher next to Newman's car. They were using black screens to cover up everything so the fans could not see it, and they have asked the media to leave pit road, leave the pits. So um, that's all we know as of right now. So it's not sounding good. A lot of people are saying, you know, send out prayers, and even. The Orange Cone, who's normally joking and so fun-loving on Twitter, mm-hmm. has said, seriously, everyone, if you pray, pray. If not, send best wishes. So somebody that's normally joking and fun and outgoing putting out something like that. So huh. it's a pretty serious situation right now in Daytona. 
Well, um, I mean, it's uh, you never like hearing that. And, you know, you're very obviously in our situation, you know, we're we're on we're on live radio here and live TV for those in Mm our WSIC audience. Um, We're getting information from social media. We're, We're trying to pass along what we feel is reliable, but we do want to be careful not to. Uh, you know, not to put something out there. We, I, I think it is safe to say that we, we certainly should all be praying and, and we do ask the Lord to be with Ryan and, and be with his, his doctors and, and those who are caring for him at this moment and to lift him up and, um, and, and just to give him the, the strength and give the doctors the clarity and the wisdom to, um, you know, to know how to, how to care for him. And, and, uh, you know, we just pray that the Lord would, would comfort him and be with him at this time and lift him up and, and gosh, uh, man, it's, you know, it's one of those situations, um, you know, we're sitting here doing a show and we, we need to keep doing the show, but at the same time we do it with, with, um, a bit of, a, a bit of heavy heart and, and certainly with, uh, prayers at the same time for Ryan. Yeah. Um, a lot of racers going through. Yeah. A lot of racers already reaching out like Elliot Sadler saying stuff. Kyle Bush just mm-hmm. got out of the car. He yeah. just tweeting. His wife, Samantha, um, Travis Mack, crew chief over there at Junior Motorsports on the one car. Everybody, you know, just saying pray for him right now. And, um, yeah, the biggest thing right now is that one. That's the biggest update, and that was just put out by Jayski. So that's the biggest update out right now. It's hard. It's hard for a driver to see. It's hard for a driver to see something like that. Well, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, it, you know, we, we've – We've we've all been around this a while. I mean, I this is my thirty second year as media, but it's my well forty seventh year as a fan. Um, so I'm dating myself big time, I guess, for that. But um, we've all seen our share, and you know, it's it's we know that it's a part of the sport, um, and it's you you just always pray anytime those mm-hmm. drivers. You know, I mean, you're a driver. Um, you know, I pray anytime you get in a race car, anytime anybody gets in a race car, and I've been in a race car, um, you know, you, you just, um, you're aware of the risks. Mm-hmm. But, Anything um, can happen. Yeah, it just uh, doesn't make it uh, any easier when, when something happens. Mm-hmm. And again, our thoughts and prayers are with Ryan. We're not going to put information out there and, and unless we know that it's from a verified source. So those of you who are listening to us, uh, you know, we'll do the best we can. But um, meantime, we kind of get back to talking with Cody a little bit um, about what he's what he's got going on. And, and you were we were talking about you running up north and those tracks up there are such hollow ground. I mean, you know, you talked about running at Thompson. That's about as fast of a racetrack for a, a half mile as you'll ever get on in your entire oh, yeah. life. Um, and to to not have brakes at Thompson I can't even imagine. Were you actually trying to run laps at speed with no brakes? I I had make made some attempts. Uh, I was talking with Reed before the race, and he said that was that was the car. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna be in the car. Like this is <laughs> this is gonna be good for me. And it it was different. You know, I haven't I haven't been able to really experience in different race cars, and so that was a different race car for me. Everything was a lot different. So, um, what was, when you say everything was a lot different, can you try to, for the audience, can you try to describe some of the, (laughs) it's, it's whenever I'm in one of my, my cars, I have time to sit down in it and I have time to, to 
Lightning McQueen, I am speed. You know, I have time to sit there and I have, I can look at everything and I have, I can familiarize myself with my own car. Like that's, that's my right. office. You know, I'm setting up my office. I have, I've had time to build my cars to, to be able to see that how I, I want it. And somebody else, their vision is different than mine. Right. So their vantage point is a little bit different than mine. And just being, being behind the wheel of somebody else's car, it's, it's almost like, uh, taking taking your best friend's girlfriend on on like a food run, you know it's it's something where it's like it's just weird, you know. I mean it's okay, it, it's okay to do, but it's just different. <laughs> well, it's you know? okay as long as your best friend is is okay with it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it it, it was it a different chassis, a different. Sort um, of... honestly, I I don't really remember what okay. that type of chassis was. I just is, can't but... imagine. You're in a brand new car that you're not familiar with at Thompson Speedway. If, if, if for those of our audience, Thompson's a it's like a five eighths. It's a big fast track. It is. They bad. used to have sand uh, piles outside of the track. Now they've got a, a, a big old concrete wall. Yeah. Um, so I don't know which is which is worse, the concrete or the sand, because the sand was uh, pretty messy too. But uh, can't imagine doing that without brakes. I think I would be in the pits and changing my drawers. And with that, we're going to take a break and come back, talk more with Cody Connor, and we'll do the best we can to uh, keep up with what's going on at Daytona as well. More with WeGlap right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including Including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. 
The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication, but it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to League Lap, presented by uh, Victory Custom Trailers. Tom Baker with you here in the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. Cody Connor has joined us uh, for this last hour of the show. And, of course, James Mellick, who uh, everybody knows as Red, uh, who is the teardown specialist on the LFR 95 for Chris Bell. Um is also in studio, keeping us on the air in both senses, TV and radio. Um, it's uh, it's it's one of those nights. I mean, the Daytona 500's over. Denny Hamlin has taken his third win in a row. But right now, all of our thoughts and all of our prayers continue to be with Ryan Newman and and um, you know his family, uh, and really with everybody in Daytona because this this affects. The racing, I've, I've always said that, that racing is a giant extended family. Yeah, it really is. You know, and no matter where you go, and, and you know, I've been very fortunate to be involved in a lot of different types of racing in a lot of different capacities where it's taken me a good bit around the country. And, you know, you make friends everywhere you go and mm-hmm. you keep in touch with, with those people and you know that if... If you need them, they're there. Just like if they need you, you're always there. And um, this is one of those moments when I think as a family, um, we all come together and, and just uh, unite in prayer for Ryan because it definitely did not, uh, uh, it did not seem, um, it did not seem uh, like a good sign for sure. Um, so again, we're not going to, we're not going to speculate. We're not going to make any statements. So we just know that he was transported to the hospital. Um, and that's all we know. There are no updates coming from the media center. Uh, there are no updates coming from anywhere uh, that we can uh, significantly say are, uh, uh, are are reliable enough to pass along. So um it's uh it's just one of those situations we all just wait and um hope that uh you know everything will be okay and we continue on with our show here and we're talking to Cody Connor and Cody we've been talking about you running up north in your super late model um the one thing i've always hoped you would get to do um and this is probably more selfish but i also know that you love racing modifieds mm-hmm. i would love to see you go up north with a modified and get to run a couple times at it's at 
like Thompson in a modified, that's a whole different experience. Oh yeah, being in a modified, it's it's pretty similar to a super late model, but it's it's nothing like it. Uh being able to see the left front tire, you know, I can I can see how much travel is going on there and you know, being able to see everything, being able to feel Super late model, you're you're pretty con- enclosed, you know. Right. You're not you don't have a lot of wind flow, and you're sweating. You know, you're giving your all. Where in a modified, you're you're kind of kind of get a little like a cold chill, you know. Uh, but it, it's it's really fun in a modified. You got a lot of tire there, so you, you'd think that you can run it as hard as you want for longer, but you really can't. No. You got a lot more tire, but you don't have any more rubber. Um, it's. It's a wider tire, but it doesn't last any longer yes. is what you're saying. It's yes. not thicker in the sense of, you know, it, it still wears out. In fact, you know, I, 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 it, it's always interesting to watch. I remember when Spencer Davis, you, you drove for Hillbilly, mm-hmm. and I remember Spencer running for them too. And the first couple times I saw Spencer run that car, he, he would, the beginning of the race, that boy would be, he was just as fast as could be. And then about lap 40 or 50, mm-hmm. you start seeing them come back to the field. It was like, dude, you just ran the right rear right off, slap off the thing. You definitely got to take it easy. Uh, <laughs> that, egg, that egg underneath your foot again, you got to be real easy with them bad boys. Uh, so it's a lot of power. They usually run wide open everywhere they go. Uh, up north, uh, the racing is different and modifies. There's more competition. There's a stronger competition, yes. I'd say. Um, there's, there's a lot more cars and there's, there's more, uh, there's more stronger cars and that's, that's where modified really, really started. And that's where it's real big. Um, they do the North versus the South, which gives, uh, the South guys a taste of what the North guys are capable of. And, uh, it's, it's a fun race for sure. But, um, uh, I'd, I'd love to be able to race at wall stadium in a modified. That's one real Ooh, big thing for me. Really? That's yeah. your bucket list. That is my well, bucket list. Wall <laughs> is, is such a cool little bull ring. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that track's always uh, always fun. It doesn't matter. You can run a TQ midget on that track, mm-hmm. and it's fast. You know, it's just a great little track, and and uh, that that would be fun. And and you know, it's it's cool that you got to experience the modified because uh, again, as you say, it's a whole different type of car to drive <laughs> than the late model, right? Um, what what about a super modified? Would you ever get in the super if you had the chance? Honestly, Tom, I'd get into anything if I I want to try racing a boat. I want I want to see boat? what a boat would be like. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I want to race anything. Um, I <laughs> one thing I've never had the opportunity to do is dirt racing. Um, I Carson Quapple, he's he's he races a lot of them. Uh, the Millbridge. Outlaw races, midgets, yeah. Yeah, a lot of Outlaw midgets. Carts. Outlaw and carts. I I haven't had an opportunity to race something like that. So I'm I, I'm I'm probably gonna do it in the future at some point. Um, I'd I'd like to. Uh, I like to race on dirt and something uh, just to get that under my my belt. But um, I I want to race. Every, I want to try in any car. I want to be able to race a race in every type of racing there is. Well, boy, it's it's. Uh, I mean, the thing about dirt is it's it's great car control. Yes, very true. You know, but it's a whole different mental program. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on the type of car that you're racing on dirt, you use the throttle to get through the corner which is obviously counterintuitive to what you learn on the pavement, yeah. right? So it's a whole different type of um whole different type of racing and uh, it's just uh it's a lot of fun and you know you you have a lot of passion for what you do and and I don't think a lot of people probably realize but you pretty much do all of your own marketing on top of all the responsibilities of working on the race car and all that. Talk a little bit about that cuz you've been doing that for a while. Yes, marketing 
Uh, my dad has always told me marketing is everything. Um, now, he, he grew up in a time where, you know, it, verbal. Let's talk. Let's communicate. Let's sit down and have a conversation. Now everything's social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is, is booming. Instagram is where it's at. And uh, social media is a real big thing. You know, marketing partners, they're wanting their name, their brand yes. out there yep. so people can scroll down and say, oh, well, I'm going to the store later. Let me let me get some of this. You know, so that's where marketing partners come in, you know. And that's that's one real big thing as a driver is – um, I, I have a moving billboard, you know, my trailer, it has space on there so I can put exactly. my, marketing car, my marketing partners on there, you know, the race car, you know, there's a lot of uh, different, uh, photography companies that are trying to boost their, um, their photo and their, their views. So they're going to take pictures of different race cars, different angles and post them on their page, which, um, I, I would hope would be some pictures of my car too. So, you know, that's helping boost exactly. FK Rodins or Ameriprise Financial, some of, some of other uh, uh, marketing partners for different people. You know, that's a that's a real big thing. And uh, social media, it can it can make you or it can break you. That's the big thing about it is if you're doing it, you got to do it right. Well, you know, you you kind of use social media in a little bit of a different way than a lot of other people do. You do a lot with uh, kind of motivational and inspirational quotes and all of that. Yeah, quotes are How did you get started on that? What kind of got you down that road and where do you get all that stuff? Cause <laughs> I mean, I, I see it every day. It's great stuff. Um, one, one real big thing is, uh, whenever I was younger, I was going through school and, um, I wasn't, I wasn't a favored kid. You know, I was always seen as, you know, he's a race car driver, so he's a rich kid. You know, so I wasn't I wasn't the greatest. You know, I was picked on. And <laughs> if everything. only they knew. Exactly. You don't get richer in racing; you get poorer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people don't realize that. But um, <laughs> through through everything, it was it was pretty tough. Um, so uh, uh, honestly, Tom, I I just drew a blank. We were talking about the quotes. Yes, quotes. Uh, quotes. I got started on that because I like to see uh, a lot of people. Um, do better. I like to see uh, happy, you know, smile at somebody. You know, they they could be having a bad day, and seeing somebody smile at them, you know, that's that's a, exactly. that can make them feel good. It, that's all it takes so, to lift somebody up. Exactly. So I like to try and do quotes for somebody that that could be having a tough time. They can they can look at that quote, and it could help them through the the time the bad time they're having. I mean, you know, maybe that's that's their yellow brick road. Um, and I, I try to, I want to be able to help somebody if I make it, when I make it into, into NASCAR, what I want to do is I want to be able to help, help people. I want to be with like, uh, like veterans, you know, um, I'm, I'm very thankful for the people that are in, in our military, everybody that has served and that are serving now that are going to serve, you know, and I, I, I'm a real big people person. I'd say that you are you are definitely a people person, um, James. Have you got uh, the only thing I've seen really here on an update is uh, Joe Gibbs just talked in Victory Lane and apologized to everyone um, about the team celebrating. They knew there was a crash; they just didn't know how serious. In a moment like that, obviously you're excited. You just won the 500, mm -hmm. so he did issue an apology out there uh, for the team, saying they apologize for the celebration. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing that and. You know, again, it, it's what we talked about right after it happened. It's the two opposite extremes of emotion. Yep. You don't you you don't want to um, 
you don't want to deny Denny and the team the opportunity to be happy that they just won the race. And yet at the same time, you mm-hmm. want to be respectful. And, and, you know, obviously in that moment, everything's happening so fast. Denny wins, goes straight to, to victory lane or whatever. They, they don't know what's going on. I mean, I, you know, I, I think back to, to other times in, in races when we've ended with, I, there was one race where Boyer ended up on his top sliding across the line back when he was driving for RCR. You know, the winner doesn't see that or isn't necessarily aware of that because everybody's kind of in their own mm-hmm. little bubble at that point doing their own thing. Well, so that's, that's a big thing with spotters. They don't tell the drivers everything, so it keeps the drivers on their toes, keeps the drivers focused well, on that one too. thing. Yep. And then um, um, Nicole Griffin, a reporter from News 13 down there, says that um, there is activity at Halifax following the crash in the Daytona 500. They believe it is Ryan Newman who is being escorted into the trauma center entrance, escorted by deputies, no word on his condition. So yeah. they're saying they believe that's who it is. They can't confirm it, yeah. but that's a reporter reporting that we'll, from Daytona. Again, we 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 just um, we, we will continue to bring you information only that we feel is, is from a reliable source. And um, again, um, you just, um, you just pray uh, and that's all you can do. And, and also while we're praying for Ryan, we should be praying for both Corey LaJoy and Ryan Blaney too, who were a part of that. And, and I, I, I can't even imagine what they um, are, are going through at this point, because obviously Ryan Blaney did not mean to turn Newman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it's one of the, you're racing for the win. It's and racing. you know, that's, that's part of what super speedway racing is like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and um it's so for both him and and Corey and and I I'm still trying to figure out uh, who the car was we that that actually hit Ryan um, and I, I'm not sure exactly what role Corey played in this and and again we'll try to piece everything together as best we can but um, you know really right now the only thing that matters is is. Uh, we're all praying for Ryan and for everybody involved there because this is just a really tough time. You you just don't like to see things like this happen, and we haven't had a situation like this in a long time um, at uh, Daytona. Thank God. Uh, and so you know, one of those one of those situations. Um, Cody, so talking about twenty twenty, what are your plans for this season? Um, I'm definitely going to run the full PRA tour. Uh, I'm going to be doing majority of the cars tour races. Okay. And um, I I will see what else I can do. Um, I I haven't experienced a late model stock yet, so that's that's a possibility. I haven't uh, haven't done any modified races in a while, so that might be a possibility. Um, I I definitely want to get some more races in. I I want to be able to race different racetracks in different things, more seat time. Uh, that that's what I'm lacking. Everybody has more seat time than I do, and. Uh, and if I if I can figure out where I'm lacking in some places, then everything will be a lot better for for Team KCR. Well, um, we're looking forward certainly to uh, seeing you on the track, and Thank we'll you. have more with uh, Cody as this show continues, and we'll do our best to keep you updated on what's going on uh, in Daytona as well. We'll be back with more of Lead Lap presented by Victory Custom Trailers right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. 
High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this could be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Valero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to League Lap, uh, presented by Victory Custom Trailers, and uh, it has become a rather subdued uh Lead Lap show, of course, uh, this being recorded live on a Monday night, and it happens to be uh, the Daytona 500. For those of you who may be hearing this later, uh, was was run uh, during the show and finished while the show was going on. And, of course, uh, we're all just uh, kind of holding our breath at this point uh, because as we are on the air live, uh, nobody still knows for sure, um, you know, what's going on with Ryan Newman Um we are just praying for him. We're not going to pass along any information that we can't verify. Um, we just um, we we just wish the best for him, and also for uh, Ryan Blaney, 
uh, and Corey LaJoy. Corey was actually the, the, the car that hit Ryan when he came off the wall. Um, we were live on the air when that happened, and it looked like it was actually the 15 car of, of Poole, but in fact it was Corey LaJoy. And um, we really want to pray for them too because, I mean, Cody, you're a race car driver. You know when, when you're out there, I mean, it stuff happens. But yeah. it's, it's, it's hard uh, it's it's got to be hard when you know that you know you had something you know you were a part of that and um there's not much you can do it's just mm-hmm. you're out on the racetrack and you're racing but um we we just want to uh keep those those two drivers in our prayers as well cuz this is none of this is easy and and oh by the way we we should point out that um Joe Gibbs went to uh, victory lane and uh, apologized for the celebration that was going on. The, you know, Denny and the team didn't know what mm-hmm. was happening, um, you know, and how bad it was uh, at the time. You, you're just carrying on with what you're doing. And uh, gosh, I mean, it's just, um, it's a rough night to, uh, to be on the air for sure, but we'll do our best to bring you information, but only when um, we, uh, we have something that we feel is reliable enough to report. Until then, we wait and we carry on with the show, and we hope all of you listening to or watching this will bear with us here. Cody Connor is with us in the studio, and um, we want to continue to talk to Cody. Um, you, you're talking about a bit of a different season this year because you won the championship last year in the PRA tour. Mm-hmm. You say you're going to run that full time again. Yes. yes. Chase another yep. title, try to defend. Um, but you're not necessarily committing to a championship run in any other series. Did I hear that correctly? Uh, pretty much. Okay. Um, I, I definitely would love to, to run, uh, for a champ. I'm, I'm still going to run for a championship in cars tour. Um, I'm going to do every race that I can, that is um, that is a points race for for their championship. Um, I'm not too sure if Bristol is counted. Um, I mean, I know it's a points race, but it's it's a points race for everybody. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm I as a driver, uh, owner, crew member, I don't I won't be able to make Bristol, and I don't want to do Bristol. I feel if something were to happen, um, I mean, we know anything can happen in a race car at any time. Uh, every wreck is different, so yeah. um, I don't I don't want to destroy a race car or perhaps something happen. I mean, Bristol, you wreck, you wreck hard. Um, so I, yeah, it, that's I've, a tough thing. Um, I I don't know. It, it's kind of one of those things. Um, I certainly can understand that. I mm-hmm. I've watched late model races at Bristol. I've seen hard crashes. Um, I've spotted at Bristol for late models, and. Gosh, the, I mean, it, it is, uh, you're, you're, it's, it takes everything the car has. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, if, if you wreck, you throw away a race car pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you just know, and you're really not in a position to throw away a race car, right? <laughs> I mean, you, not. you know, just from the standpoint of risking, you know, one of the few cars that you own, I mean, what have you got mm-hmm. two or three in the garage? I have uh two, two Fury cars and I have one, uh, Port City. Okay. So you have three, but so even still, I mean, you you know, um, going and I mean, you obviously can have a serious wreck anywhere, but yeah. certainly the you know it's that's an interesting race. I I haven't been to uh, any of the last couple that they they've done with all the combined series. I've seen video, um, and 
you know, I don't want to be negative, but um, I, I don't get it, really. I well, just think there are other tracks we could. Of course, I say that, mm-hmm. but then again, you went and ran Richmond. Yeah, Richmond, <laughs> that was an awesome one. They restricted us. We had a two-barrel on there where you normally have a four-barrel. Yeah. Um, but, like, Bristol, we have to buy new rims and everything to be able to withstand all the G-force and everything that yep. Bristol holds. Richmond, I really didn't have to do anything like that, although um, I should have done a little bit more body work. Uh, my body kind of almost blew off the car at Richmond, um, so I, I can up up my uh, my body work there. But um, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be going back to Richmond at all. It, it'd be an honor to race back there. I mean, it was uh, we were going faster than the Cup cars. I mean, that that's fast I've ever gone. I mean, one wow. we were pushing one forty, and uh, in a super late model, that's hard. You know, super late model is built for short track racing, and we're we're taking that mail and we're hauling it. You know, at Richmond, so it, yeah, for, for, sure. for a super late wow. model uh, to be going there, I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, as a driver to be a short track driver to have some some big track experience, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, so it's 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 a lot of fun, you know, going to different tracks and racing racing with different teams and um, uh, every everybody really is one big family. You know, one race you may uh, you may be mad at one driver. The next race, you have an opportunity to have a clean slate, or you could have your revenge, and then you have another race to, all right, finally get your stuff together and yeah. have a good race. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the, um, it, it's one of those things. As a, we see a lot of that revenge stuff. I really wish we'd see a little <laughs> less, to be honest, but, um, but we see a lot of it, and and especially in certain regions. I think down here you see a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just seems to be a part of it, um, and, but. Doggone! There's the the late models here put on some great racing, and uh, the the PRA tour in the super late models, particularly last year, you had some great races with mm-hmm. with some some of the other guys in that division. Um, that tour kind of evolved out of what was the past South tour, and uh, there were at least a few of you guys that went over, and we had a lot of new guys come in. Mm-hmm. What was that like to run that tour last year with with some of the drivers that you were running against? One one real big thing was uh, being with Renee Hackett. Um, I I have heard things about Renee Hackett, the owner of Caraway Speedway, uh, but I never was familiar with her as a person. You know, I didn't know her on a personal level. Uh, so it being with the PRA tour, it gave me the opportunity to to meet her and understand her as a person. And um, I'd say I I respect. Renee Hackett very much, and um, I'm happy she she came on board. Um, I'm very thankful that we have this opportunity. Uh, Renee, uh, as a driver, it's it's tough being at the racetrack yeah. on a race weekend with Renee's series because there's like a hundred divisions. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really too good. many. I it, think it gives the fans some time. It to, does to watch some different races. It it gives other drivers that don't have the the budget that some others have to be able to race too. So I'd say uh, it's very good of Renee, very nice of Renee to do what she's doing. And uh, it's very helpful for some of the teams. And um, I like it. It's given me a place to race. It's a, a different crowd of racers. And um, I'm, I'm hoping for, for more, more competition this coming season for the PRA Tour. Uh, I believe it's a good series. I mean, it was only its first season. So uh, as a first, first season debut, I'd say that was, that was pretty, pretty good. 
So, uh, for, yeah, for a winning a championship year, we'll... is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll <laughs> we'll see what happens this coming season. I mean, you can't get much better than that. Uh, you know, it's it's really a, a it was a good year for you overall. Very uh, and you know, and it and it and it really obviously uh, sets the tone. I think for you to come out with even more confidence in, in 2020. Certainly. Um, and we're going to step aside when we come back. We got one more segment here on lead lap and we'll continue, of course, talking uh, to Cody Connor, James Mellick here, myself, Tom Baker in the WSIC studio. Uh, and we'll keep you updated as best we can on the situation with Ryan Newman. Uh, if we get any new information that we can, you know, can, can be confident in, uh, we will certainly pass it along. We continue to pray and we'll be right back after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. The representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com.
Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to We Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. Want to acknowledge also mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life, and uh, strutmasters.com, uh, the suspension experts. And uh, we are gathered around. We have been uh, for almost a couple of hours now. We've been gathered around the uh, WSIC studio here in Statesville, North Carolina on the air and, and kind of walked you all through the finish of the 500 and um, we sit here and continue as we, um, we enter into our last segment here. We sit and continue to pray. Um, it's, uh, boy, uh, it is just not, it's so hard to sit and wait, but for, for those of us who are in the media, we understand that you all want information and it is our responsibility not to mislead as Cody used that word when we were talking about this off uh, on the break. We don't want to mislead you. We don't want to say anything without knowing that it's true. And right now we just don't have any information to give. Um, so we sit here as all of you are who are listening to or watching this show. Um, and, and we wait and we pray. Um, Denny Hamlin picking up his third Daytona 500 victory. Uh, and um, at this point we can celebrate that at some point later um right now we're all focused on praying for ryan and hoping that uh, everything will be okay uh we continue on with this segment uh cody connor joining us a very rough hour we had uh uh connor mozak here in the first hour and and uh then you know you you came in uh just after the race ended and um sorry we haven't uh, done quite a traditional interview with you we've been trying to um but i i do want to kind of ask you a couple of questions number one you've had to do more of this on your own than probably most young drivers do okay um and you've taken the bull by the horns and you've you've done it you you're 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 doing all the work on the car most of it you're you're doing all the marketing and, and all of that, and you still find time to come on shows like this. Um, what's a typical day for you at this point? We know at this point you're out of school. So what is yes. a typical day for you? Um, being out of school is it is a very good thing for me. Uh, it's, it's given me a lot of time to focus on my racing. One hard thing with uh, being in school, I, I had done the early college so I graduated high school with an associate's degree in college as well. What so, was your degree in? Uh, I, I had associates in arts. I wanted to, whenever I first joined, I had an opportunity to get associates in different, many different associates. Okay. So my plan was to get as many as I could. Well, they switched to where I can only graduate with one associate, so I got stuck with associates of arts. But um, it's it's still associate screen. I'm happy about it. You know. What did you? I mean, what what kind of is this like a graphic design sort of thing, or what did? Because I know mm. you do some of that. Honestly, I'm not too sure. Uh, I took <laughs> I took two art classes. Okay. And uh, they were they were they were pretty okay. But everything else, I took sociology, psychology. Uh, psychology was pretty good. I really enjoyed that class. Um, uh, I took a few different classes. I don't really remember. Um, uh, it was, it was, it was, it they, was very. They were hectic. that riveting, huh? Yes. You don't remember. <laughs> um, it, 
it was one semester was like a a full year in a regular high school. You know, because I was doing I had college and then I had high school, so it was it was a little bit tough. But now that I am I am out, I've graduated. Uh, I've got to May of 2019, so I've been out for almost a full year. Um, it's it's given me a lot of time to focus in on my racing. Um, when I was in school, I was going to bed at like 4 a.m. So now I'm I'm my sleeping schedule is going good. You know, uh, I'm getting a lot more sleep, right. which is which is good for my body. Um, now it's it's time where I can focus on my racing to be able to focus on my marketing more, to where hopefully I can get more marketing partners or bigger marketing partners to be able to race more, do bigger races and be able to fulfill my dream, which is make it in NASCAR. So are, 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 are you able to time block the day and do a little bit of everything every day? Or do you have certain days where you only work on the car and then other days, maybe today's a marketing day? How does that usually work? The, the, the good thing, what, what I do, I found the easiest thing is to not, not plan anything out. Just I know what I need to do because I know what needs to be done after a race. I know what it takes. So each day I want to wake up and whatever I feel like doing, that's what I'm going to do because um, I want to work on the race car. You know, I want to make sure that that car is ready to go. I want to make sure it's 100% for the next race. I want to make sure marketing stuff is good. So it's, it's pretty much day by day. What happens that day is what happens that day. And if I don't plan anything out, then I'm not expecting it. So each day is kind of like a new surprise. You know, that's that's one thing I I like about it. You know, well, it, it's, it's different. Sometimes that works for sure. It and, does. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, I know you've worked awfully hard, and you've you've earned what you've gotten. And thank you. It's it's very uh, refreshing to see a young racer who is as much after it as you, because obviously the fun part's driving the thing, right? It I mean, really it's, is. Yeah. It's, you know, there are some people who like working on cars, but even if you like working on cars, it's tedious yeah, and it, it requires is. a lot of hours. And on top of that, you have to go out and try to find sponsors. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for, for, for those who keep saying, I can't, well, you can. This young man has. Okay. Um, he's living proof that it can be done. You just have to work for it and, and want it bad enough to actually uh, get up and, and get out and do it. And that's the yeah. main thing. Okay. So um, speaking of, uh, and see, I want to show you this too. He brought a list, folks. This is a sponsor list. If you're going to come in and do radio with us, please bring a list. It's okay to read a list. That way you don't call us later and wish you'd mm -hmm. mentioned one or two that you forgot because you tried to do it out of your head. So yes. please read the list of sponsors. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate <laughs> it. You know, without, without my marketing partners, I wouldn't be where I am. That's true. Uh, a special thank you to my father. You know, I mean, without him and your mother, you wouldn't be here at all. Exactly. You, you, you just, you got it. <laughs> I had Tom. to steal a lot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my, my dad, he's been with me every step of the way. Uh, my grandfather, he was with me every step of the way until he passed away. So, um, definitely a big thank you to them. And, uh, I, I like to thank Ameriprise Financial, Stephen Kidd, Accent Imaging, CRC Industries, FK Rodens, uh, Will Chill, DJ Custom Communications. Purity and Grace, Pure Chocolate Energy, Thruway Plumbing, Drive Shaft Shop, Cody Cuts Lawn Mowing, First Place Embroidery, again, my father for everything he does, uh, my spotter, Gregory, Brett Edwards, uh, my tire guy who, who's now 16, his name is Pooh Bear, uh, Austin Deming, and uh, Cody Jones, he is 
Um, he used to work at Fury and Cody Jones. Uh, we go back and forth. Uh, if I if I have a question, um, he's there to help guide me. Um, so he's my he's my bumpers in bowling. Uh, so I I definitely appreciate wait, Cody Jones. Uh, wait day. wait, please repeat that quote. That was delicious. What did you uh, What did you just say? My bumpers in bowling. He is my bumpers in bowling. That is the quote of the night. Yeah, there you go. New quote. Thank New you. New quote. Appreciate he it. is my bumpers in bowling. That's <laughs> I, I. That's very uh, literate of you. Literary <laughs> of you. Um, very much. So. Uh, we appreciate, obviously, you taking some time to come on, and we wish you all the best in 2020. We know that we'll see you back. Folks, we are um, about to uh, throw the checkered on the show. want to first take a moment to thank our sponsors, Victory Custom Trailers, also mycomputercareer.edu and strutmasters.com. Also want to thank all the folks from WSIC for being such awesome partners for us here. And last but surely not least, we want to end this show once again with our deepest prayers for Ryan Newman. We lift him up. We, we pray that uh, we'll get some good news soon. Uh, all the best to Ryan and his family. And with that, we sign off. Thank you very much for listening and watching. We'll be back next week. Good night. You've been listening to Lead Lap Radio powered by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. You can find them on the web at hmsmotorsport.com. Lead Lap Radio is a Race Chaser Media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of the show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.